Welcome everybody to the NPC Village, where we are just some friendly NPCs who are going to talk about our experiences. And in this podcast, these experiences are, are usually about gaming or nerd-related stuff. Um, today we're just uh, talking to Ronan, our good friend here. Um, I'm pushing A on you, Ronan. How are you feeling today? Hey everybody! This is me, Ronan, over here at uh, NPC Village Radio. Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, just here at the NPC Village for everything is game every day. All right. So let's move on to our segment, uh, What's Happening? Uh, where we're going to review news headlines and talk about them. But, uh, I got to admit, I haven't been keeping up with any uh, new news uh, video game related. So I, I guess every, every, everything you pull up, I'll, I'll be learning brand new. It's usually just like the same stuff. It's like, something came out. This is how people feel about the thing that came out. <laughs> right on. I don't know a good website. I guess I didn't... Like, what's a good game website? I haven't really, like... I just look at, like, regular Google articles, you know? <laughs> Man, back in the day, I used to... Uh, I used to look... Cause, cause so, I imagine this podcast being... I don't know if you've listened to a lot of IGN podcasts or... Or kind of funny games, but they they really just do things pretty laxed, like just conversations and stuff. So sometimes they go off topic. It's not really too big a deal. But I always had the idea a long time ago of doing a video game reviewing podcast where the two two people reviewing video games would get progressively drunk as they as they as they play and talk about video games. But I'm too old now to to do that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but either way, we can still just have a norm, normal conversation among each other. I feel like that would be almost, I don't know, that might be ideal, but still kind of keep it to a certain tune, a, a certain theme, I mean. I got some articles pulled up, I guess. Let me, <laughs> let me see. Uh, okay. okay, here's an article. It looks like Mario Kart 8 is getting five new characters. How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, man, well, first off, Mario Kart 8, I am freaking love that especially playing it with my kids but new characters that's always fun but does it say which new characters there are uh let's find out let me see i know i saw an advertisement for one and it was birdo okay weirdly it's like why weren't they including birdo to begin with (laughs) like i was gonna say like what happened i'm pretty i'm pretty surprised i'm 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 just now realizing, like, wait, Birdo's not in the game already? Yeah, you think about, like, they re-released the deluxe version that has, like, all these DLC characters that aren't even from the Mario universe, and they had priority over Birdo? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I, I mean, included in the game were the, uh, what was it, the squid people? Yeah, squid people, Link, villagers, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it just seems the people weird. were already in the game and Birdo didn't make the cut. Like that's that's, that's blasphemy right there. Nintendo blasphemy. What the heck? <laughs> I always thought it was kind of weird that like um, Mario Kart 8, you know, with, when it came out, you kind of figured they would have like Mario Kart 9 by now for Switch. Oh yeah. Well, nowadays video games, it's all about uh, that downloadable content. So they release little stuff, charge what, $10.00. Everybody buys it, they make a lot of money. Look at uh, Xenoverse, the Dragon Ball Xenoverse game. That's been going strong for a long time and because of all the downloadable content that it has. Oh, yeah. That's like uh, what when they came out with like Smash Bros. And then it was like overflowing with people, but then they kept it going because they like 
released a new person like every four months. Like, yeah, exactly. It's kind of different. I don't know. You know, like, I don't know how I feel about Nintendo like breaking its tradition where, you know, it would just keep making newer, better stuff. Like, but now they don't really seem to care about that very much. Like, yeah, I mean, I think Fortnite kind of broke that, like, broke it off so they, they made this free game and then they just released characters and people just started buying them. And now everybody's kind of trying to jump on that bandwagon. Look at Overwatch. They started doing the same thing. Sad. You know, they're in that boardroom and then they're just like, you guys, have you seen the numbers on Epic Games? <laughs> like, how come we can't do that, you guys? And and it's almost the gamer's fault because they feed into it. They they actually buy these skins. I'm uh I'm guilty of it too. My kids want the new Vegeta skin, the new Dragon Ball skin, and so uh, I give in. So you still have those companies like uh what is it called? The ones who make uh God of War. I forget what they're called. That's or something. That's Monica, I believe. They still create, you know, single-player games. They still stay true, true to the formula. Yeah. I mean, you got to, like, respect those guys. They're, like, trying to stick to the old ways. You know, you just make a good quality product, and then it's done. Like, And it was so good that it doesn't need additional stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the, uh, that company, uh, oh, the one that releases the, I don't know why I can't think of it, releases a sports game or EA EA oh yeah they they had the license for Star Wars for so long and I think one of their executives were the ones that came out and said that single player games were dead and uh but then they released uh Star Wars Fallen Order and I mean that that was a hit now they're, they're coming out with a sequel so you know single player games are not are not dead not at all yeah that was like one of the most popular games and then like that's one of the few ones I saw them actually like make a sequel to, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's up to us to to keep that ball rolling and let them know that we are we're hungry for those single player games. Oh yeah. So I'm looking at these slots on this screenshot for the Mario Kart DLC, and I'm trying to think to myself, who could they even add? Like they have everyone already. <laughs> like, what more could you even put in here? Honestly, you could look at Smash Brothers roster. Like, practically, Mario Kart can become the new Smash Brothers, and you could have Cloud and Sephiroth, you know, Karts, and can't think of anybody else. Are the uh, Minecraft people already in it? They're on Smash, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're in Smash, but I don't think they're in Mario Kart yet. Well, they probably would, I mean, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> And they, they have Link in it now with, uh, with his motorcycle, so... Sadly, I think I would buy Cloud and Sifroth if they put them on Mario Kart. Like, I probably... I wouldn't even hesitate. I would be like, that's cool. Like, get the Cloud yeah. motorcycle. I'm on that. Like, and I don't... And not to change the subject, but, I mean, have you played Sora on Smash Brothers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. <laughs> My kids hate it. That guy can lock on to you and all that. Extremely um, overpowered. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's see. Next article. Um, it says someone has made a persona type RPG where you play as the Golden Girls. 
the Golden Girl. Oh wait, the Golden Girls, the old ladies. Yeah, the TV show about the old women that like have sex all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness, I could totally see that though. I don't know how I feel about that because like, do young people even really know what that is? You know. Is that an indie game or is that a like a, is that a mod? Uh, let's see. I can't imagine it's licensed. Yeah, there's no. They're like approaching those people from that old '90s TV show, and they're like, "We want to turn it into a JRPG." Yeah, that's, it's funny though. I, I like that though. I like I like these indie developers or even the you know these modders that come up with these quirky ideas for games. I I'm not gonna lie. I've actually felt like I, I need to play more of these of these games because they're, they're a lot of fun you would just like never see coming and it's probably going to be okay <laughs> yeah it says it's a joke but I, yeah it's just some indie game like some people it doesn't seem like they even have licensing well you know how persona 5 uh eventually they they turned it into like a dynasty warriors kind of game i, I think i forget what they called it i think persona 5 brawl or something like that so i can't wait to to play the Golden Girls version of Brawl, where you can play as Betty, Betty White and start slaughtering hundreds of enemies at once. Oh my god, they really gotta commemorate her in there, like give her a lot of screen time. Poor lady. Oh yeah, o overpowered character for sure. <laughs> what would the game even really be about? Like, it would just be like a romance sim, you know? Like, who is Blanche gonna hook up with this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one about. The Last of Us show destroyed everyone with two words, baby girl. Baby girl. I, I haven't been watching that show, like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm the same way, and I know it's not a very, well, it's, it's a popular opinion if you look at the forums, but not, not among game reviewers. But I think The Last of Us 2 kind of killed the franchise for me. Uh, I don't know if you if you played Last of Us 2, but they, they, I'm not exactly sure what, what they were thinking when they went with the story, but they, they, they killed off a main character, and then they kind of went through this whole ordeal, and then in my opinion, they had a really lackluster ending that just didn't pay tribute to, didn't make it feel worth it at the end. So I just kind of was turned off when it came to The Last of Us as an idea. So I never actually watched the show, so yeah. But I know it's been getting a lot of review, uh, rave reviews from the people who are watching it. Yeah, I played like Last of Us number one, but then when I saw two had such like negative reviews and everyone was dumping on it, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like that's not good. That's how I felt too. I mean, they, the mainstream media really, uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I, I think IGN must have given it almost game of the year at the time. Oh. But I just didn't see it. I, I don't know. I don't know where they were coming from. I, mean, I think when it came out, also, I wasn't like, uh, I didn't have a ton of money at that time. So, like, I couldn't even buy it if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. There was priorities. The show, too. And they're like, I really like this show. It's interesting. The zombies are scary. And I'm like, yeah. You guys are coming in with like fresh eyes and you don't know the stuff. You know, like, you don't know. Yeah. Oh. So I kind of didn't watch it just because I figure it's just a rehash of the game. And, and that is exactly it because I, I know that I've seen clips where they, they have exact clips from the game reenacted with the actors. So, I mean, it pays tribute to the game to the source material. Maybe it might be one of the best video game adaptations out there 
because uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it credit, man. The first game was great. Uh, Naughty Dog, I mean, they, they, put, they put a lot of good product. Honestly, I'm surprised that Uncharted was so poorly rated in comparison. It's the, the movie, I mean. Oh, yeah. I went and saw my mom and family, and they liked it. You know, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, a good blockbuster film, for sure. All right, here's one. Um, a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet bug is deleting people's save files. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Do not connect your copy of Scarlet or Violet with other games right now? You would think that this Pokemon game was created by Vanessa. <laughs> I, I tried to wait as long as I possibly could before I bought it, you know? Just because everyone is like, it's buggy, it's buggy! Videos and footage and everything, and screenshots of, like, all these bugs. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> My, so, going into it, I had heard about the bugs. So, I didn't find it. I, I've been waiting for a game like this for, for, you know, for a long time. And Arceus or Arceus, however you want to pronounce it. I pronounce it Arceus. Uh, Arceus really set the tone for what they what they kind of wanted to do, but the world, to me, still felt a little dead. But this game, I mean, I mean it, it's, it's a great improvement. It did have bugs, but I did not encounter the crazy bugs that a lot of people uh, on the internet uh, were showing. Oh, yeah. By the time I bought it, they had done, like, one patch... And then I figured it was fixed, so I I played through it, and then I only encountered, like, really one bug that I recorded, but otherwise it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, even, I mean, even before that big patch, they did, uh, I never encountered the crazy bug. The only bug I encountered was really a camera angle bug, uh, which, uh, I mean, it didn't bother me. Not, you know, a lot of people really were bothered, but... I was just happy to be playing a new Pokemon game. It, it worked for me. Yeah, just overall, I did like that one. You know, for the most part, I liked pretty much everything that was going on with it. <laughs> I mean, one of the biggest gripes I've always had with Pokemon games was that I was, after the gym, you know, the gym battle and the, the Elite Four, there was nothing really else to do. And in uh, Sword and Shield, I mean, they did have that DLC where you went out and you did stuff with Brown Tundra and all that, and the other DLC, but, I mean, that was DLC. And to be honest, the, my favorite of all time Pokemon games would have to be the, the Gold and Silver era, where after you beat the game, you still got to go to Kanto, and the whole gym leader thing all over again. And I was, I was like, man, after the Elite Four, I still have a whole game to play. And that's how it felt here, that there was so much to do that I, I'm still not done. Even after I beat the game, like, I still have so much to do. That's what I wanted out of a Pokemon game, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. This one definitely is, like, a better one. You know, um, it kind of reminds me of, um, you ever played uh, Sun and Moon? Uh, that was one of the ones where I started, but there was so much going on in my life, I never actually finished them. Uh, I don't know how controversial it is, but, like, I think that was one of my more favorite ones. I don't know, like, it... Just because it sort of broke tradition a little bit, you know? <laughs> in the way where it's, like, uh... 
we're not going to do gym battles. We're going to do island gym challenge. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is new. <laughs> yeah, well, my son did end up playing that game, and I do remember that, and I was actually pretty excited at the time, but I never ended up actually playing it. But that, that was great. That, that's why I was actually so excited about this game, uh, Scarlet and Violet, because you can do three different things. Go do gym battles, the traditional gym battles, but you could also go uh, explore and fight these night Pokemon, or you can go fight this, you know, Team Rocket ripoff team. And it, the Team Rocket one kind of felt like the gym battles was a little different. But I mean, I, I liked it. I, I think it was it was great. I I had a lot of fun. The only thing that uh, I was a little disappointed on is they made it seem like you go and follow one one path and then choose the other ones later. But in reality, you have to do the gym battles kind of first because once you level up to be able to fight these Titan Pokemon, your Pokemon aren't going to listen to you unless you have the badge. Oh, yeah. What's that, those, like, um, what is it, those big wild Pokemon that are, like, super hard to kill? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to unless you have you train up your Pokemon, and they're not going to listen to you unless you are, uh, you have enough badges to do it, so... But I get the idea they were going for, so it wasn't too bad. I remember the first time I went for that big Dawn fan, and like, you know, it de it's not clear like how tough the Pokemon is, and it totally wiped my team in like one hit each. Look, <laughs> my hardest part was I wasn't going for the gym in the proper order. So at one point I got to a gym, and I think it was the Ghost Gym. It was the, the rapper lady. Oh yeah. And. I didn't realize what number she was in the sequence, and she was kicking my butt, man. I was like, holy cow, man, I've never had this much trouble other than Arceus. And then later, I get to a different gym that was supposed to be earlier on in the sequence, and I'm slaughtering things left and right. I'm like, oh, okay, I think this was supposed to be, like, probably the second gym that I was supposed to go to, and I ended up. But, I mean, I loved it, though. I, I, I I loved that idea. I think next time, though, they could probably take a, a page out of uh, another game where it kind of changes the levels depending on where you go instead of going in a certain sequence. But I don't know. It, it's however. Yeah, it kind of felt like um, it was like they had a secret guiding hand. <laughs> like, you know, they, they weren't yeah. clear on, like, what you could and couldn't do. And then when you went to go do it, you get stomped. And it's just sort of their way of, like, having that wall. <laughs> yeah. Unseen you know, level wall. And you know what? That's actually great. Like, if an open world, a true open world should be like that. If you get your butt kicked, then you know, okay, I'm not ready to go to this area. Let me go do something else. And that's how, like, for example, Elden Ring was. If you got your butt kicked real bad, then you knew, okay... Yeah, this is a natural ball that you overcome, so you gotta go get something else. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so let's go to our next segment, our next uh, NPC segment here. Something is coming! <laughs> uh, here we're gonna talk about up-and-coming games and deal or DLCs that are coming about. What are what are some games that you are excited for, or DLCs, or whatever? <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you right now that I am definitely 
looking forward to the sequel to the, the Jedi. I think it was called Fallen Order. Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah. I, I've been looking forward to that. That and God of War is the reason I have a PS5 right now. Like, I'll just say that for sure. I watched the trailer for that sequel to that Cal Kessa's game like 18 times. I kept looking for secrets. I'm like, what's going to happen? What are they going to do? Uh, oh. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I know that it's not upcoming, but I still have so many DLCs that I still need to catch up on. Like, film uh, Eternal, for example, and uh, even the Spider-Man, uh, PS4 Spider-Man game. I still haven't played the DLC for those. Oh, the, um, what is it, the, uh, um, what's his name, uh, dang, what, I forget his name now, <laughs> that's how you know I'm old, <laughs> uh, what is his name, you know what I'm talking about, the, whatever, it's like, uh, they pretended like it was a sequel, but it was basically just a DLC, oh, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, oh, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got it, I haven't played that one either, Oh, I beat that one, but it's so incredibly short. Like, I don't... It's probably, like, one of the shortest games from modern era that I've ever played. It was, like, really disappointing. Oh, man. Like, as a game, and the gameplay was cool, and the graphics were good, and the acting was good, but it's, like... I think it was only, like, ten hours or less. It was so short. Yeah, I... I gotta admit, in, in the history of video games, when I hear that a video game is super short, uh, it really turns me off from the game, and I end up not buying it, even though the game might be great. Like, uh, remember Heavenly Sword? Uh, I don't think I remember that one. It was like a God of War, uh, I don't want to say ripoff, where you played as this, uh, as this girl with a sword, and I always heard that it was a great game, but it was really short. I mean, I, I I was a big God of War fan back in the day. That and Devil May Cry, so I just didn't. I never spent the money. Uh, I'll probably still revisit it at some point. But yeah, it's just on my to-do list. I just haven't gotten around to it. I think it was called Heavenly Sword or Heavenly Blade for the redheaded chick. Oh yeah, I just googled it. I remember that now. <laughs> the lady with like the super long red hair. I remember that. I heard it was a great game. But it just never, I, I, the one thing I heard was beat it in like 10 hours, like max 10 hours. Like, oh man, I don't know if I'm going to spend 60 bucks on a game that I'm not going to spend that much time with. I could beat it in a day if I really tried. I don't know, you know like, uh, you ever play like a game that's like too long? <laughs> like like when I played uh, like Persona 5, that was like probably one of the longest games I've ever played. And a lot of the time I was just kind of like, okay, when is this going to end though? <laughs> like. That was my experience with uh, Persona 4 Golden Edition. Yeah. I was like, man, I've never put so many hours into a game. And just when I thought, I mean, this was the Golden Edition, of course, I had to get true endings for the, you know, the strongest boss ending. And I was like, holy cow, man, I've been playing this for so long. Yeah, it's kind of hard for, like, games, I think, to find a balance, because it's like, if you're too short, like Miles Morales' Spider-Man, then people are going to complain. But then if your game is too long, <laughs> then it's like, it's a chore just to play it. So, like, I don't know. You know, they can't ever find that sweet spot, I guess. I, well, I think, in my opinion, the sweet spot is a 40-hour game with additional content if you want to really go after it. Like, I think Spider-Man, 
was the perfect video game as far as lane-wise and content-wise. And I, I, I mean, I'm sure you can beat it real fast, but I stood out a lot of time trying to get everything out of that game. And I had fun the whole time. That first one was good. It had like enough collectibles that you knew you could do it if you invested time in it. Yeah, I mean, as long as the collectibles are within reason, and I mean, flying around, swinging around like with Spider-Man, I mean, it's fun just going through each collectible. Yeah, just like moving around the world all parkour the whole time felt really nice. <laughs> I, I remember my kids watching watch me play, and you feel like such a badass playing that game. And they were like, wow, you're really good at this. And I was like, yeah, natural. You're swinging around. You look so cool. Everything is real. But top, top five games, I got to say, Spider-Man. Like the most satisfying thing ever is when you push that vault button off of the roof. <laughs> oh, yeah. And your guy just goes flying. You're like, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like no matter how many times you vault off the roof, it's the same. Just it feels good. Not to keep harping on the on that Spider-Man game, but I mean, I, I'm a, I was a big reader of the comics back in the day, and I always loved his clips. And I mean, they, they really they really capture Spider-Man perfectly in that game. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. You know, the dialogue's good, the writing is good. It's just like generally a good game. And even if they were like, we're gonna do our own thing, it still turned out really well. And a lot of the times nowadays, that sort of thing doesn't go over, you know? No, no, it doesn't. And they, they struggle with that one. But anyways, I'm sorry. I keep I keep switching the topic to Spider-Man. Now I want to play Spider-Man. That's a good game. What uh? So what DLC are you looking forward to? Or upcoming? I've been looking at Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm conflicted on whether or not I want to be prepared. You know, like, I don't know if I want to be hyped or not. Because that's how games are nowadays. Yeah. Just there's always going to be something wrong with it right off the bat, and there's always going to be bugs. This game, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna regret my words. I hope not, but I feel like this game is going to be the Final Fantasy VI of of its age. Uh, I it just that's what I'm, I'm expecting. But Final Fantasy XV was such a letdown to me because of the way it ended. Uh, I don't know that time skip. Like they, I don't know how you felt about it, but there was. There was such a buildup, and I thought, oh, wow, we're going to see the downfall of everything. And then all of a sudden, you, you, you kind of go to sleep, and you wake up into a into dead world. And I was like, what what happened? Like, I thought we were going to get a whole new game into this dead world uh, in Final Fantasy XV. So I I don't know. I don't know why I... I don't know why my expectations are really high, but I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it to be the Final Fantasy VI of, of this era. But we'll see. Well, the thing about um, 15 was they just kept, like, separating everything too much instead of just having, like, one cohesive game, you know? Like, they had, like, four DLCs, and then when the Noctis goes to sleep part, they for some reason expect you to play the online mode, which is canon, and then make a new character that plays all during the time that Noctis is asleep. <laughs> oh, like it's not even fun. Yeah, I think they have. I think they experimented. They gambled and they lost on that one. If they would have just kept it all in the same game without having to launch a totally separate title and make it like an online mode account and all this crap, like 
Just keep the same story in the same game. Why is it that hard? I mean, they had all these characters, like, doing other stuff. Why not continue the story? Kind of like they did in Final Fantasy VII with Cloud kind of goes memory. You could have continued on over the decades, or however long you was asleep, and then these other characters, uh, I, I would have been down for that. I would have been fine with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. The, like, I don't understand that decision making. But uh, thankfully, 16, it's being made by like totally different people, I guess. I'm telling you, it, it looks great. It, it, I feel like a kid again watching that. It just, it reminds me of Final Fantasy 14, but you know, it'll be, it'll be a concise story instead of, you know, an MMO that keeps on dragging on. Oh, yeah. You can, like, tell just by the style and everything that they must have watched, like, a bunch of Game of Thrones and they were like, we can make that. We can, let's just do that. <laughs> like, I mean, clearly, yeah. like, it's obviously just Jon Snow is the main character. Yeah, I will be playing that. I mean, people are like, oh, but the combat, the turn-based combat is gone. But, like, that's been gone since, what, like, 10-2 in, like, 2000, what, 7 or something? Yeah. Been a while. Like, why are people still complaining about that? And there's plenty of turn-based games out there. Like, Final Fantasy has always been a game involved in combat. Every game they introduce something new to it, so they really shouldn't. They, they really should be used to it by now. I played some of those like turn-based games kind of recently. Like, uh, you ever played that one Octopath Traveler? Yeah, I, I I didn't get too far, but yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, it's like same here. It's like I, I played it. It has all the elements you would think you would like, but it just turns out it's like not super enjoyable. <laughs> like, I don't know what it's missing. I I used to be a big fan of turn-based, and I know a lot of uh, my audience might turn on me on here because there's a big divide. But I think I'm I think I'm past the turn-based games. Like I know Pokemon still for that tradition, so it's a little, it doesn't make sense that I'm saying this, but other than Pokemon, I think I'm over the turn base, unless they really make it unique like uh, Persona does. Oh, yeah. They keep talking about, like, the combat is going to be Devil May Cry, but people are all like, oh, no, but Devil May Cry was, like, fun, you know? <laughs> oh, I, that is my... Hands down, that's my favorite style of gameplay, is the hack and slash gameplay. You make it interesting enough, and, I mean, you, you have a great a great game right there when you have some great hack and slash. Just give me hack and slash any time of day. That or, like, uh, for some reason they don't compare it to, like, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> like, you know, that's another Square game, and that's also super fun. Oh, yeah. I mean... I'll say, I know that they, the DLC might have changed things. I wasn't a big fan of of 3, of Kingdom Hearts 3, because it felt like, it almost felt like old school Kingdom Hearts, like Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 2 was peak right there. That was peak. Pack and Slash, using magic, incorporate everything. Kingdom Hearts 2 is down, hands down the best Kingdom Hearts in my opinion. But uh, three kind of ruined it with the with the those quick summon events where they they'd come in and kill everything for you. Yeah, I agree. And uh, three, uh, it felt like empty and it didn't 
serve up like enough of the story that I wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, to make it feel like the old ones, I always used the uh, that I forget. I don't know, it's been so long since I played it. The ice ability where you you get the two blades and you get to skate around. Oh yeah, yeah. That Elsa. Yeah, the, oh, I don't remember the name either. <laughs> yeah, that that made it feel like hack and slash, like cry. So I used that ability the most. It, it was the most fun. To me. I think I used um like that big hammer. I think it was like the toy store, and then like the drill oh. hands. Or wait, was that the same weapon? Or now I don't remember. Now, <laughs> uh, yeah, they got really creative, so I wasn't. I couldn't remember. But I know that all the weapons did a lot of stuff. You could like uh, switch no, I, weapons in, in the middle of combat and stuff. That was super fun. A funny story. I don't know if I've ever told you, or, uh, but the audience might get a kick out of this. Uh-huh. When I first played Kingdom Hearts One, I got. I got almost to, through the whole game without realizing that you can switch your keyblade. Oh. <laughs> so I just used the very first normal keyblade, and then all of a sudden, like, I I was going through the menus, and I was like, whoa, what the heck? Like, And I was able to switch to the Obli- Oblivion blade. I was like, oh, my goodness, I could have been so powerful this whole time. <laughs> and Oblivion is, like, the coolest-looking one. Oh yeah, I was so excited to get that one. <laughs> that would be like a like a speed run challenge nowadays or something, you know? Like only. Oh yeah, only, that's it. That's what they do in Dark Souls. Level one, you never never level up. Use a level one weapon uh, with no armor. That's the challenge now. Oh, is that why I see all those like naked people on YouTube clips, just like <laughs> totally in underwear right. and like a bucket? Yeah, yeah. Well, there was the there was that. That legendary guy who would beat the the hardest boss in the game for you. I think his name was Let Me Beat Her, Let Me Fight Her Alone. And he would uh, all he wear would wear was a bucket head and I forget what weapon he was equipped with. He would just fight her alone. Which so to my credit, I beat that boss on my first try and. I don't know what, what I, I think I, I was using Rivers of Blood, which was a really strong weapon. Uh, but I beat her on my first try, so I don't know what a lot of people were having problems with. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate though, because the Rivers of Blood weapon was one of the most OP weapons in the game. Oh, <laughs> you know what I think about um, Dark Souls and games like that? It's like, um, you know. As older people, I would say, we had a lot of experiences with games that were, like, half impossible growing up for, like, years, you know? And we would, like, develop our, like, our reaction time and skills at those horrible games. You know, like, our timing and stuff. And then, I think, like, subconsciously, we are more prepared for those type of games, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, like, young people come, they've never played, you know, like, Nintendo games where you die in one hit and all this stuff. And so when they're playing Dark Souls, they're kind of like, wow, this is the hardest game I've ever played. This is impossible, you guys. Like, that's a lot of it, I think. Just inexperience. Yeah, for sure. And then even if, even if you compare Dark Souls to, uh, to Elden Ring, uh, Elden Ring truly is almost easy mode because they give you so many, uh, they're called something else, but they're bonfires that you don't even have to walk back to your body very far. So, I mean, yeah, they, they, in games nowadays, uh, Dark Souls back in the day would have just been par for the course, you know, normal game back in the day. But now they think it's, 
like, oh my goodness, like what? You 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 lose all your souls if you die twice? And like, yeah, that's just that sounds nice. That was it. Two chances. <laughs> yeah, two chances. Yeah, back in the day, you you die, you you start from the very beginning. Ever. Uh, that's why I tell kids nowadays, like. Go play some super ghost and goblins, man. Oh, like God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then complain about Dark Souls to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> the jumping mechanic. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Ugh. Oh. Well, any final words before we wrap up this session, Ronan? Well, no. Uh, it was great. It was great talking to you, and uh, just another common day here at NPC uh, Village. Well, that's all we have time for today in the NPC Village. Thanks everyone for playing with us. If you enjoyed this content and want more, be sure to check out all our podcasts on Spotify and YouTube as well as me, Puma Pocky, on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch. I do live streams of various games and such if you want to check that out. Um, and you guys, don't forget to save your game and everyone have a good rest. Don't forget to take a break. Later.